Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we are joined by my mom, Debbie Wilson. She shares her advice on how to get started with the school year, even when you don't feel like it. What she has to say is encouraging as always. Before we start, again, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. As we get close to the school year, we hope you remember to go check out their free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hey, everybody. Uh, I know that uh, you're excited because we've got my wife on, on on the show, and she's like the most requested person. You don't care about me or Ben. You, you care about Ben more than you care about me. But you all, every time we see you out on the road, you come up and say, oh, we wish Debbie were on more often. And I, I might have figured out how to get her on the show. I just tell her she's going to be on the show. And, you know, because she's a submissive wife, she always says, Yes, Todd, I will be on the show. Um, so you can see that you can't see the uh, tape that she's taped to her chair. Um, but uh, I thought maybe it would be a good thing on here to have her on the show because, you know, it is uh, August the 10th as we record this. And I know some of you moms have already been going doing school and um, we I see your posts and you're all excited. And um, I know my wife is not ready to start school yet. And you are about to hear if you've never heard my wife before she is the most please don't i am going the most real homeschooler i know and you know i feel so like-minded with her everything i believe is she believes the same and so i'm just glad she's on here honey thanks for being on the show you're welcome <laughs> we you can tell she's excited already <laughs> uh, okay so so Everybody seems to be starting. So, you know, when are you thinking about beginning this school year? Um, hopefully sometime before Christmas. No, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm thinking maybe, I think the last Monday of August is the 30th. Maybe. So if, you'll <laughs> if let I can me, talk her to go after Labor Day, maybe that'll right. work. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd try and stop me. But <laughs> I, I, I mean, I considered the 23rd, but there's no way that's going to happen. So we'll just realistically say maybe the 30th. Or later. <laughs> so so go ahead. Leading up into it, I mean, what is your kind of thought process? You know, maybe these next few weeks, do you, you know, what are you thinking about? Um, my mind wants to think about it, but I literally feel like I have zero time to give to it. So I'm hoping next week, um, some of my kids will be out of town and, um, I'm thinking then I'll be able to try and put the pieces together for next year and have a plan in place. Um, that's the hardest part is just getting time to, it just takes time to think it through and look at things and figure it out. So I just haven't had any of that. So. But normally, would you say that you're the type of mom who like two months out in advance has this all mapped out and, uh, or, or is this fairly normal for you? <laughs> I guess it's the new normal. I mean, or the old normal. I don't know. I guess it's normal now. <laughs> but is there something in all homeschooling moms, you know, when you finish the, is it like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I do this after, after whatever, every travel season. I am like, next year, we're going to be ready. Next year, we're going to get everything done early. I'm going to order everything. We're going to be ready to go. And then it ends up, um, we're just scrambling at the end. Not 
really, because I mean, for me, um, if I knew what I was going to do for everything and it was just the same old thing, I think I'd be ready. But because I don't even know what to do for some subjects or what to use, that's why I'm not ready. So does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. if it was just the same old, same old every year mm -hmm. where it's just never a question of what curriculum or what, you know, you just plunge through the same thing again, I think I'd be ready. But um I mean like if you use like a Bob Jones or Rebecca and that was just the same thing you did. Every yeah, time. then there's no really you don't really have to do anything to get ready hardly except just order it. But mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I don't like, I just don't know what I'm doing for certain subjects yet because I've used a lot of things in the past and I just don't really want to use any of those. So I haven't found what I do when I use. <laughs> are you, maybe can you give a shot? Are you doing anything different this year? Are you using anything new that you haven't tried before that you know of? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I like, I asked my kids what they would like to maybe learn about more than we have so far. And one of them, one of my sons really wants to learn more about the world wars and specific battles and things. So, um, but we've kind of already done an overview of us history. So I'm kind of, I'm trying to maybe, I'd like to do more of a documentary type history this year, you know, where, um, but again, that takes time to find um, the lists and stuff, but I'd like to just kind of find things we can watch together, but also read about it, but not like, I don't know that that's already been done for me. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. I feel like I have to kind of piece it together if I go that route. Um, and same with science. I'm kind of considering the same thing for science that, we would, um, I, I heard of a lot of people recommend a lot of different types of things. Like, um, I, I mean, I'll throw a couple out, but I have not vetted them yet, but like, um, the amoeba sisters or, um, you know, An answers in Genesis has stuff, just stuff that I would kind of piece together. Um, but I, like I said, I don't even know if I'll end up being able to do that because in my mind, that's a lot harder in a way than just following something. Um, I wish I could just honestly do every day, just, Hey guys, what do you want to look up today and watch or learn about? But they just will probably say nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think that will work. <laughs> um, so, but I am, um, one thing I'm doing new is, um, I, it's called, I think it's called e-tron academy it's um it's an electronics course i saw at a convention and um comes with a kit and then you do like an online course with it and so um one of my kids is excited about doing that and um what else oh i'm gonna have him do like the middle school edition of um Dave Ramsey's course, uh, foundations and personal finance for the middle schoolers. Um, so yeah, I think that's the only, so you've kind of, maybe, maybe you've already kind of answered this. So say there's a mom listening and she's like, you know, this is her first year. Maybe it's not her first year and she doesn't even know where to start. How do you, do you usually begin by thinking, you know, by asking the kids, by thinking, how do you usually go about even starting? Well, usually 
usually I use like a packaged curriculum. Like I've used sunlight in the past. I've used part of Dakota some, and I, I've just finished up a three-year stint using trail guide to learning. And so that, that's all you just open and go. And then all you have to do is get the read aloud books that go with it. So, um, I really enjoyed that and I liked having that guide, but I mean, I can always just fall back on like my sunlight list and go through that for history. Um, which I, I probably still will use that some. Um, and when you say your sunlight, your sunlight, um, or go back to sunlight, you're talking about the sunlight curriculum, correct? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but science is just harder. I just haven't found a science that I love, love for kids that aren't sciencey. Like, um, and I've asked around and stuff. So, and part of it is because that's my least favorite subject to teach. And so, um, yeah, I don't know for sure on that yet. So, I mean, and we've kind of brushed this before, but, you know, there's always new listeners, new people starting. But uh, you've been doing this for 20 years or 25 years almost now, getting close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's changed, and especially maybe during this planning stage, you're kind of before prep stage since the beginning, if anything. Right. Um, I would say back then I had about... 75% of my time to think about it and what I was going to do. <laughs> right. And now I feel like I have about 5%. <laughs> and that's um, still when we had like five kids. So it's just my I know, but life <laughs> just feels so yeah. busy differently now. And so, um, and maybe it's because I'm on my last two because Maggie will be a senior next year and she's already kind of set up, but the, my last two and um, maybe it's because not that I'm tired, but that I know they're going to be okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know they're learning and I know they, you know, whatever we do is, is going to be good enough. And um, so I'm not super stressed by it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just less stressed overall about it all. I mean, cause before you, I feel like you also, you bought like a lot of the accoutrements of, you know, yeah. Homeschooling like the globe or, you know, all the little, you know, yeah, all the yeah. like the little, you know, math supplements things, you know, stuff. do you feel like those are still things you get or do you feel like those went by the wayside? I kind of feel like I feel like we're kind of outgrown, though, you know, yeah. like it just it just doesn't feel like we need those manipulatives as much in these years. I mean, Cal will be ninth grade and That's Jed will true. be eighth. Um, so, um, you know, they're both kind of ready for algebra, but, um, so I guess we'll just do it, but I'm not, I don't know. I might just let the Dave Ramsey thing be part of the year for that instead. I'm not sure yet. Um, that's all the kind of stuff I still need to decide and think through. Mm. So do you think as they get older, um, Debbie, that, that it's like, I mean, I know, and the, the younger grades kind of dictate a lot of what you do. I mean, you're going to teach them to read. You're going to teach them to, to write their letters. And you're going to do basic math. Do you feel like now as they get older that, like Jed and Cal, that this is the age where you kind of follow their bent a little more? That you, you know, you Definitely. really want to engage them. You're not, you just don't want to fight them and say, well, we're going to do history 
grade nine because everybody does history grade nine now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, I, I try really hard from this point on to gear it towards their natural gifts and interests and bents. Um, neither one of them really have a bent towards science. And I know that because I had a kid who did have that bent and that's not the same. So I'm not, not saying that that makes me ignore it. I just, um, you know, some people think they have to do all the typical normal high school sciences. I don't happen to think that. And so um, that's why I did this electronics course for Cal though, because he was interested in it and that he thought it would, you know, it's, he'd like to learn what makes the circuit and some of those practical things. I'm very into practical for high school so that, um, you know, whatever they do, they can use the information they learn instead of having to just memorize and learn a bunch of stuff they may never encounter again. So, um, you know, however I can do that for them, I will try and do it. Like my daughter, who's going to be a senior, um, I asked her and what she, you know, wanted to add this year and she wants to do a photography course and she wants to do a sign language course. So, um, you know, that's, that's fine with me, but then I need to go try and find what fits that need and, you know, um, do the best I can to supply those things. So, well, which is a lot easier than it used to be. I mean, it used to be, yeah, yeah. if you didn't go to a homeschool conference, you were, mm -hmm. you were hindered by the time, uh, you yeah. got to school or you had that big catalogs Rainbow that you would look through resources. Catalog. I know. I mean, from that standpoint, it sounds easier, but honestly, sometimes that sounds simpler than having a uh, hundred thousand <laughs> options yeah. to weed through. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, real quick, I want to just say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring us. But mom, you know, you were recommending them before they were sponsored for, I don't know, a long, long time. Why did you recommend them to so many different homeschoolers, would you say? Um, well, I think especially for people who, I think it's great for all students, but um, especially for people who don't feel super comfortable teaching math, there's a lot of moms who that just kind of stresses them out. Um, so it's really good for that. It's really good for the student who has hated math so far and feels, you know, has this mental block now towards the subject of math. I think it's a really good thing to switch them to for that. And, um, and I think it's super, super, super helpful for moms of a lot of kids they're homeschooling. Like, it's just almost impossible to do math with, you know, five different students uh, um, throughout your day. And so that takes out that issue as well. It's just so nice to have them all know what they're on and just go do it independently of yourself. And so um, I, think, I think all of my kids probably fall, fell in one of those categories. And if they didn't, then they were just fine about math and um they would have probably done okay with whatever math but this one is just super nice and easy to use for you know most kinds of learners so nice and candace here in the chat said we needed some more independence uh, that is why we finally chose teaching textbooks after 15 years and so glad we did yeah. so hopefully you make that decision yeah. quicker than 15 years and uh, get an yeah. amazing math curriculum and they have a free uh, trial you can you can check out over at teachingtextbooks.com uh, but mom what do you think uh, why do you think so many moms get super overwhelmed in the planning stage what are those big pitfalls hmm. 
Well, I think there's, um, I think every mom has a built-in regulator saying, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what everyone else is doing. This is what schools do. Whatever you want to say, I think every mom has that in the back of their mind. Am I doing enough? Or is this the right thing for this year or whatever? And I just, I just wish that moms could feel confident in what they think and not worry about what everyone else is saying and suggesting or, you know, saying is the um, protocol for that grade. Like, it's just a grade. It does not matter. And so mm-hmm. I, um, I forget the original question. No, just like, no, what, yeah, what do you, why do they get overwhelmed? And actually also kind oh. of on that, do you think, I wonder if, because you never really were on social media, especially during that time. Do you feel like that would have affected anything for you one way or the other? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, it all depends, I guess, on what ones you're in. Um, I like one called Blue Collar Homeschooling. I think um, I follow that one sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, I try not to be on there, period. But um, occasionally I've gone on there if I want to research something because they have a lot broader view of curriculums than just kind of the typical certain ones. And so, um, but yeah, I think social media plays a huge role in that in general, whether, I mean, homeschooling is a part of mothering. And so I think it can be super, super, um, affecting of your, your confidence, your comparing uh, to yourself, to others and to other moms and homeschooling and all of it's wrapped up into that. And so, um, yeah, I, personally try to stay off of it um partly because i don't have the time and partly because i don't usually end up feeling better after i've been on it so and really um, and that's why the moms really need to have some like-minded friends because i mean you really need to be around people who homeschool for the reasons you do or 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 be on groups like the smiling homeschooler um because you can be listening because you can plan your schedule and you think, well, this, you know, this is going to be great. My kids are going to like this. And then you hear somebody else and they're like, well, we're doing um, Shakespearean literature. And you're like, Shakespearean literature? My kid doesn't even know what Shakespeare, Shakespeare. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it can happen even if you're not naming some exotic um, topic, even if you're just talking about your typical science, history, math, but they name some other program and how awesome it is, it may instantly can make you start questioning the one you had picked or the one you thought you were going to use. Cause now you think, Oh, well that one, maybe that one's better and I should be using that one. So even if it's not, you know, some other advanced course, even just one that you're currently doing, you know, you can start feeling like you're questioning it or maybe well, it's even, nice. even, even the word you use, you said advanced. I mean, aren't there, I mean, I hear moms will say, well, that, that just isn't, isn't the level I want it to be at. Um, thinking that if it's, be- if it's higher, it's better. And that's not always true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, um, if there's a lot of stress every day in school, then, um, and the stress is both ways. Maybe you're feeling super stressed by carrying out the curriculum, or maybe your kids are super stressed by having to fulfill whatever's required from them in the curriculum. Um, I just don't think that's an indication that it's it's the best. Like, I just think, I don't think there needs to be, it needs to equal stress. So I think if it is all stress, then I think there's a problem. And I think it's either you 
and you're using something that's too too rigorous, too ridiculous, too whatever, or um, I mean, I'm not. I'm assuming your kids are decently, you know, obedient and respectful. I'm I'm kind of saying that. Um, I'm not, you know, I know it could be disciplinary issues, but I'm just saying if your kids are basically, you know, fairly normal and it's just constant stress, then it's just not worth that. It's just, it's just not like, I mean, use a lower level if you need to, or switch all together because it can, it doesn't have to be that way. Hmm. And I think too many moms are, um, are sold something, you know, thinking it's what they should be doing and then they just trudge through it with you know lots of stress and thinks that's what they're supposed to do and it's just doesn't need to be that way but well i see abby made a comment she says i'm intimidated by the high school years and making sure we hit the required courses next year we will have a ninth grader i mean abby has uh voiced what so many people do um kind of like i mean i'm okay with uh, homeschooling the younger grades, but I mean, when you get to high school, you just have to really do it right, or you're going to mess them up. Do you, do you do you believe that? I mean, that's pretty much what everyone says. If, if you go to HSLDA's website and you type in your state requirements, I don't know where she's from, but like in for South Indiana, Carolina. it will list. Okay, it'll list the core forty, and it'll list all the typical high school courses, and then somewhere on there, it also says. This is a recommendation. You are your own private school and basically you can teach whatever you want. So I do not worry about what the, you know, what the quote unquote required courses are. I mean, I just don't, I just do what each kid is different. And um, maybe that's why I'm not ready because I, I try and gear it, you know, to the kids in high school, but and that's maybe sometimes harder than just saying this year's chemistry, this year's physics, this year's whatever, you know. Um, if you truly think that your child or student needs all those certain courses that you took when you were in high school, um, I mean, I guess that's your prerogative. But I wouldn't do it because you think someone's telling you you have to. Like here's I would, what I would only do it. HSLDA yeah. says about South Carolina. You have three options. You can homeschool under the homeschool statute. There's there's some different things, but those aren't re those aren't regarding the requirements. That's kind of like be part of a homeschool group or a couple other independent homeschoolers of you know South Carolina. But the requirements are you must have at least a high school diploma or GED. Teach at least 180 days per year. You get to decide what those 180 days are. In addition, you must teach the following required subjects, reading, writing, math, science, social studies, in grades 7 through 12, composition and literature. Doesn't say anything about what each of those does or like inside those. Doesn't look like it requires any testing or anything like that as far as they're saying. Um, so, I mean, maybe and maybe that there's something I'm missing on the testing thing and that's more in depth somewhere else. But I mean, that's pretty vague. Uh, so just make sure you're actually looking at it and not just, again, as mom said, thinking because the schools teach it, that's a required thing that you have to do a certain. Well, even if it is required, that that means you have to do a certain, uh, you know, that's kind of you get to decide what that that uh, fulfilling those are. So um, someone else said, let's see here. Roger said, do you feel like it's okay to adjust on the fly or do you think you may need to make those decisions early in the year? And I'm going to ask a question before yeah, Rogers because Roger always gets the best questions. Um, but uh, uh, 
you know, how realistic is it to think that I'm going to plan this out or you're going to plan this out and then it's going to work perfectly, you know, and that that leads into Rogers. So is there some adjusting as you go? Absolutely. I mean, everything can look so good on the surface and then you open it up and start doing a few days and you're like, yuck, or, oh my word, this is awful. You know, I mean, I, I think you absolutely are going to have some adjusting on the fly. I mean, obviously you give it more than a day probably usually, but, um, you just can't know really, you know, I mean, then that's a bummer. I mean, it's a bummer to invest in something and then think this is just not working, but, um, that's just the way it goes. It, there's just trial and error and that's okay. Um, and I'm, uh, I, I wasn't sure exactly what did Roger's question say? You're just saying you think it's fly. okay to adjust on the fly or do you, should you make those decisions early? Like what kind of decisions you mean like for planning each out student? your whole year? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, or, you know, let's I say mean, you're like, Hey, we need to make a change in our math or something like that. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think you got to be willing to ebb and flow and adapt and adjust. I think all of you need to be able to do that for right. just in life. I mean, I feel like that's, that's true in every area. I mean, you, it's just so much better if you're flexible and if you're adaptive than if you aren't willing to change and adjust, you know, cause everything changes and adjusts your whole life. And so I think even in school and even if with a certain child, you know, you, you might just have to do things differently yeah. or. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to run out of time, but I don't want to run out of time before um, that, that I, that I can ask you about kind of a philosophy that you have done that I just think is so really brilliant. I don't know how long you've done this, but you used to call it just do the next thing. What do you mean by that? Um, well, there was a, I don't, I hesitate to name it, but there was a book that was popular years ago that encouraged you to block out your entire day into like 15 minute to 30 minute to hour segments. And so, you know, every kid would have a column and then that on the side, it'd be all the different times from the minute you get up till the minute you go to bed and everything would be planned out for every kid and myself. So I uh, tried that one year (laughs) and, um, (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty much a disaster. I mean, I could have I could have implemented it to a T and everyone would have hated each other and been, you know, slashing each other's throats by the end. But um, because we I'm do saying, not let our kids slash their throats. <laughs> but yes. I mean, it's just it's maddening because you get off in one area and everyone's off and it's just really hard. So after years of trying to I got looser and looser in that schedule and the times but eventually I threw out the times and I just had an order and I just I just was like you know what we're just going to do the next thing on the list or you know not necessarily a list but just the next thing and so so because some days you know I might start at nine some days and we may not start till 10 30 because something happened in the morning that threw off our whole day um so it doesn't stress me out because I wasn't supposed to start at a set time And then, you know, we just do the next thing. Sometimes if I have to skip things, we skip things. And so um, it just sort of kind of takes the pressure off and doesn't make you feel like you're constantly failing or behind or off schedule or, um, and pretty much, you know, it doesn't take but a week or two and the kids know kind of the order and the routine. And so um, 
it just falls into place much more easily and much less stressfully. So what's doing that, that for me? And what's that, uh, you know, kind of last word then to the mom who hasn't even started to think about homeschooling yet or school yet this year, but all her friends are, you know, getting started or moving already. Uh, what, what, do, what do you want to say to that mom? Yeah. You know, I used to say, you know, just put on blinders like a horse so that you can't like see what everyone else is doing around you. I mean, if you do not feel ready and you just feel like, I can remember my sister, older sister, one year saying, I just cannot start school when my house feels like a disaster. So we're going to spend two weeks getting the house under control in all these different areas. And then we'll think about school. So I would say, you know, if you're not ready to start, then just don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Just be confident in your plan and get to the place where you're, you have time to think about it and figure it out and then just start and it'll be, you know, otherwise you're going to hurry and start even though you're not ready and it's going to feel like a disaster and it's just going to be hard and you're going to be grumpy and you're going to think, oh, I'm not ready. And so, I mean, obviously we can't put it off forever because I love summer. So I would prefer not to start till it's winter, <laughs> but that's not an option really either. So we do have to start, but you know, if you've had a crazy, ridiculous, busy summer and you need another couple weeks or however long, then just quit looking around at everyone else and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's a good awesome. one. And just just so you know that even though my wife sounds incredibly cool and collect right now, mm-hmm. uh, come, come that first week, she will not be collect or cool um, because it's just hard. It's just hard. But she never gives up. And she she keeps coming back to these truths that God made you smart enough to figure out how to homeschool your kids. And I'll tell you, if you have any other questions for Debbie, um, you can send them to us and we'll pass them on to her. Um, or you can ask them in the comment section below. Um, but mom, you're doing an awesome job. And, you know, just listen to God's voice in your heart. Do what you believe is best. Like Debbie said, put on your blinders and don't forget to smile. Thanks for joining us. If you have a question for my mom, feel free to message us over on Facebook. Also, don't forget to leave this review on whichever podcast platform you use. Lastly, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks again for sponsoring the Spine Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum and you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week and as always, keep smiling.